I want my chips with a dip, that's all I know. I don't want my chips plain, I want my chips with a dip. So bring them this. And we hate on him for reason because everything about him just does not resonate with me and never has. Stop dancing, Steph Curry. Yeah, like I've never liked that. I think I said once on one last take that Stephen Curry is by far the worst dancer in the entire league. Like, yeah, LeBron's pretty corny, but I don't know. When you're out there doing your stuff, I'm just like cringy. LeBron, LeBron just says some corny dad jokes and stuff. He doesn't ever like dance, really. LeBron just LeBron like he wants dead. to kill someone sometimes. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like LeBron gets that look on his face where he just looks like he's trying to kill someone. You're like, God damn. He was locked in in yeah. the finals last season. It was crazy. Cur- Curry though, yeah, his dance moves are whack. And uh, we can get back to this for one last take because I'll just drop a bomb on someone. Drop uh, a bomb on someone. Yeah. He's known to do so. All right, so what we really came here today for this edition of The Dip is uh, some playoff discussion. We're obviously coming down to crunch time here at the end of the season. Playoffs are coming up. Obviously, we're going to have the play-in tournament, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see see how this really shakes down. But I know before we really dived into that, we wanted to give respect to a team out there in the Eastern Conference. This is a team that is, uh, this is, a team that is clearly exceeding expectations uh, through and through, and that's the New York Knicks. I mean, what they've been able to do with Tom Thibodeau as their coach, Julius Randle, actually contributing to being winning their basketball. number one option. Yep, actually contributing like to winning basketball. Like he's put up numbers before, but not in a winning environment. Right. I mean, it's impressive. R.J. Barrett, Derrick Rose, still giving quality minutes for them. I like to see it. I like to see Derrick Rose still being effective, at least on a moderate stance, because he gets burned on defense pretty often now. But, I mean, he's still positive offensively, and I like to see it. They're the third-rated defense right now, dude. I believe it. Like, they just have, like... I feel like they were trying to go for this identity when they first drafted their point guard, Frank Nilakina, Mm -hmm. I believe, because he's a defensive-minded he can play. He plays point guard, but he could probably play f- small forward because of his wingspan and his ability to play defense. So, I mean, it's just players like that that really fit into their system. Like, obviously, Julius Randle used to be pretty bad on defense, but now it seems like he's stepping it up pretty well. I mean, they have Mitchell Robinson, who's always good for a few blocks here and there, and like at least seems to be somewhat of a competent post defender. Um, I'm sure they have some other good bigs that I'm forgetting about, but I mean, I feel like I've been impressed by RJ Barrett 
because he was really struggling as a shooter, as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Didn't really seem like he was, his form always looked good, but he just wasn't hitting. Right. You know, like he was going like one for five, one for six. Just wasn't connecting. Right. But like, he's just, he's got better, a lot better this year. And it seems like he's just more in control of himself. And I like to see it. I don't know. The Knicks are just a very interesting team for me. I feel like it's good to see basketball in New York not suck again. You know what I mean? Because like you yeah. obviously have the Brooklyn Nets. Stephen A. Smith was so hyped. Right. You have the Brooklyn Nets who are crazy, crazy good, obviously. And then you got the New York Knicks actually doing good with like kind of a ragtag group of guys. So it's just interesting, interesting and fun to watch. And it's good for that city. And yeah, I like it. Give respect to him, dude. It just makes you want if the Knicks fell to the seventh seed, the Knicks could play the Nets in the first round. Yeah, but they'd have to be in the play-in tournament at that point. Yeah, I know, but they win their playoff play-in game. They'd have to win out of the play-in tournament. Um, they are sitting fourth right now in the Eastern Conference, man. They could That's very impressive. they could very well finish out four or five and not have to be in the play-in tournament. That's it's looking like they're going to. So I mean, yeah, them falling to the play-in tournament. They basically replaced unlikely. Indiana in that spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like it though. Like effectively, that's kind of what they did. Indiana is just not good. I have actually lost faith in DeMontis Sabonis. Mm. I was kind of on his hype train earlier this season because he was putting up some numbers. His jump shot just does not look great to me. I nope. feel like it. he's he's still getting there. Mm-hmm. Like his game looks like it's still coming together. I mean, granted, he's been a special player up until now anyways. And he definitely has a good role on their offense where he's facilitating and being able to, you know, show off his passing skills while being able to post up too. I don't know. Like it's just, it makes me want to watch more Pacers games, but also the Pacers to me are the most boring team in the league. Yeah. I'm sorry, Pacers fans, but like, they're boring. Even when Vic Oladipo was playing for you, I still wasn't tuning in. Even when Larry Bird's coaching you, it ain't that big of a deal. So get this, bro. Hornets right now. 30 and 30. Miami Heat and Boston Celtics are tied at 6 and 7 at 32 and 29. Hornets are right there at number 8, 30 and 30. Three games back. Look who's in that 10 spot, though. What? Yeah, I know. Bradley Beal and Russ. Russ is averaging like a triple-double. Bradley Beal is doing what he does. That new guy that they signed, uh, Gafford or something like that. Yeah, Daniel Gafford. Uh-huh. Plays center for him. He's been good. Yep. Impressive. And the Raptors have uh, won like four straight or something like that, too. They're down there in 12. But have they? Yeah, they've won like four straight. Um, but yeah, that Hornets thing is interesting because I'm like... Hornets are low-key good. What if Boston just eats shit here? Miami just eats shit here and Hornets sneak into like the sixth seed. And then you have the Hawks, the Hornets, and the Knicks all potentially escaping the play-in tournament? Mm -hmm. And you got the Celtics and the Heat, Pacers, Wizards in the play-in tournament? Like what? Celtics and Heat in the play-in tournament is honestly, both teams are have taken a step back. Yeah, very clearly. And it's pretty clear to me that Miami is not going to have the same kind of run that they did. Unless they just get hot here somehow, but I guess I think they got guys out again. Unless they just get hot here and stay out of the play-in tournament and then just make a run from six again. Like, they could do it. They need Crowder. If they, if they got six, would they be facing Gian- Giannis? 
if Giannis was a three seed. He'd be facing this three seed, yeah. So right now, Giannis is a three seed. So you can see that in the first round, potentially, if they could somehow get to the I'm six I'm tuning seed. in because that was a bloodbath. Oh, my season. God. Can you imagine that? If we got that again, I kind of want it. I wouldn't mind the Bucks ended up three oh, and Miami God, ended yeah. up six. I'd, I feel like this the is the first year I've really heard a lot of people hyping up first round matchups or more so over like Eastern Conference Finals matchups. Mm-hmm. Because like, I mean, have you been able to see any of the Wizards and Nets? No. The Wizards and Nets have played each other like three or four times. I think I've seen highlights. The Wizards though. have won. Russ just gets mad times. every time. Russ, Russ is just so mad. Russ and Beal both go off. And then like uh, Davis Bertans will hit like five or six threes and just he's really finally been cooking. stepping up has he though he's been hitting his shots so he's only been playing about 19 minutes a night that's like to me i just don't think he's about like he's a good contributor what if as it stands right now nicks and the hawks in a first round matchup who are you taking i'm taking the knicks yeah i'm taking 100 the they're just gonna de- they're just gonna flush them out with the defense they're just going to snuff and them right that's out. That's what they need to take advantage of is that if they're really going to be defined as this defensive-minded team that really just grinds it out, that's what they got to do. And I feel like that's a prime opportunity to feast on someone because to me, you and I both do not believe in Trey Young, especially in playoff basketball form. Granted, no. we'll see what he looks like now. Maybe he puts up 30 a game. I think he can do that, but does it does it create winning? What else is he doing? I don't know. Does or John is he Collins so much really of a li- Is he so much of a liability on defense that it's not worth it? Yep. Yeah, because Barrett can get cooking at least from just driving, and Trey Young's going to give him every wide open driving lane in the world. Mm-hmm. So Julius, why not? Julius Randle's going to eat every Catch day fouls. on that team. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. Like John Collins, is he a good defender? He's obviously proven to be a pretty good scorer this year. Pretty good offensive player. I don't think everything's there on defense that. Well, I'll just say this about Julius Randle. Don't you think that he kind of plays like LeBron? Yeah, kind of. And when he shoots, doesn't he look like LeBron? And his body style, he's not nearly as stacked as LeBron. But he's kind of built like LeBron, like frame-wise. He's a big body. He just has a big body and... And broad was, shoulders and like, I don't know, like when he starts like working in the mid-range, he looks like LeBron working in the mid-range and the way he shoots and releases the ball. I'm like, you the way look he like shoots LeBron. makes me nervous yeah. because he's that lefty and he just does almost just a little flip shot. And I'm just like, is this a real jump shot? Like, can it looks he really good, dude. It, it, it looks good and it, it looks, looks fluid. Good. Yes, it looks real fluid. But like this guy, you know what his favorite shot is? He takes this ridiculous sidestep floating mm-hmm. jump shot right on the baseline, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right on the the right baseline. He mm-hmm. fades to the right and shoots the left. Yep. Like literally, he'll hit that all day long. It's so impressive. It's dirty. Makes me it reminds me of Kobe. Yeah. It's he, Kobe. Like, he, didn't, he trained a lot with Kobe. I was actually I heard that on the mismatch today. They were talking about that. Apparently he trained a lot with Kobe. And like uh Julius Randle and RJ Barrett, like um, someone was telling this story. Uh, Kevin O'Connor was telling a story about, no, it wasn't Kevin O'Connor. It was his co-host. Uh, I can't ever remember that guy's name. Um, Vernon, Werner, no, Verno, whatever. I can't remember <laughs> the guy's name. Verno something. I can't, uh, Chris Vernon. That's what it is. Chris and he just Vernon. calls him, yeah, he just calls him Verno. Anyway, Chris Vernon was telling the story about uh, Julius Randle and RJ Barrett. And it was like two seasons ago or something like that. I think, or last season. And like, they 
got to this city or whatever, whatever city they were traveling to, and they couldn't get into the gyms for like the facilities to practice or something. So they like called up a high school, like a local high school, and they were able to get into that local high school and just get some shots up like first thing when they first got there before any real practice scene or anything, before anyone's doing shit. And like, that's something that uh, Randall had learned from Kobe. And like Kobe used to do that shit. Like if he couldn't get in to where he needed to, he was going to get his shots up somehow. Mm-hmm. So it's like that fucking work ethic. And now it's actually paying off and they're actually fucking winning. So and he's definitely playing with Mamba and him for sure. See, that's the great thing about, I feel like we talk about Mamba so much more these days, but that's what that is. Like if I feel like if you're willing to put the work in, then your game is automatically going to expand whether your team gets better or because all these guys success. are talented. They don't get in the league if they're not talented. They have I know these they have some base level talent there. Yeah. All of them do. The four best four hundred players in the world, basically. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't realize that. And that's why the USA absolutely stomps through the Olympics every single oh, time yeah. that they get in at least semi stack. Every time LeBron James plays, they win. Oh yeah. Rest in it's peace. It's as simple as that. Like we can jump over to the uh, Western Conference though, real quick for a little little discussion. I just wanted to call out Luka Doncic and Mark Cuban, honestly, and for, what? I, for being little crybabies about the playing tournament. Suck it up. They're not in the playing right now. They're in the six. They're in the sixth spot. <laughs> they're barely hanging so on, dude. They just passed the Blazers. The Blazers have honestly. Uh, we can talk about the Mavericks, but real quick, the, the Grizzlies Blazers only honestly, four games back. Yeah. The Blazers are honestly kind of pissing me off. There's a good chance they may be fighting for the eighth seed. In just the like they did tournament. last year. I just can't believe this, man. Just like they did last year. We had so much high expectations for them, but this team is literally... This is one of the worst Sad. defensive teams in NBA history. CJ's gone. Nurk is gone. It's over. I've been hearing a lot of, a lot of people over. talking about that. We already. And it's over. There was a trade I actually wanted to throw at you that I was thinking about. And that's some sort of package that's Kyle Kuzma, Dennis Schroeder, and someone else. For CJ? For CJ. And I don't like him playing alongside LeBron James. He'd be perfect. I don't want to get rid of Schroeder either for CJ no, McCollum. No, you get rid of Schroeder and you bring in McCollum to be your lead guard. I, nope. Ben, I promise nope. you that team would be so good. No. That team would be so good. No, because if Lakers go out and get anyone, we need a third star. We need a third superstar. CJ no. McCollum. We need a third superstar, dude. CJ McCollum. No, I we need to go you, some we, we need to go so far into the tax that the bus family can't even afford it. And we need to bring it. Be? Bradley Beal. Yeah. You're right. Fucking Bradley Beal. I mean, the, the dude's averaging like 30 points a game. <laughs> you just bring him and he just light shit up. Or someone that can, can play or someone that Lakers. can play pick and roll with a Anthony Davis. I mean, Beal could, but someone that can really play some pick and roll with Anthony Davis. Can so, you imagine what he'd be doing for the Lakers right now? Oh, it'd be while Anthony Davis stupid. and Braun are out and they literally just throw the keys right to Bradley Beal and say, and they still got the number one defense in the league. And then you just got Bradley Beal eating alive and he eating everyone eight. alive. Oh, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Bring him in, bring him in, do it. Or you send him to Denver. When is Beal a free agent though? Beal to Denver. Dude, Beal to Denver was, that's every, I that's still my biggest. Can you imagine Beal, Murray, Gordon, Jokic, <laughs> Good night, dude. 
It's over. Porter. Porter. Yeah, it's over. Porter. Oh, it's over at that point. It's over. Yeah, if they had Beal and were able to keep Porter, then they're just... And Murray comes yeah. back, okay, decent from the knee injury. It's over. That team... Murray's coming that back team, dog. Murray's I hope so. Dog. I hope so. I kind of like... See flashes of Kyle Lowry almost in him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? He yep. almost just has Kyle Lowry like hungry. Swag to he's him. hungry. I like that. That's why I just feel like he's gonna come back good. I believe it. How about this? That's though before we get too off track. Demar Derozan on the Los Angeles Lakers. That almost happened already, and I don't like that either. I like it. I don't like Actually, it. no, I don't like that. I don't want DeMar to team up with LeBron. No. After LeBron stunned him so many years in a row. No, we need, we need Steph Curry on the Lakers, dude. It's over. No. It's no. over if that happens, dude. As much as I don't like Curry, for the sake of just the whole narrative, it would just be so awesome because you got Brooklyn teaming up all three of those guys, obviously to go at, LeBron and Davis and then Curry just to spite Kevin Durant, just spite him. And just because he knows that he would win rings again, goes and plays for the Lakers, dude. It's over with that team. It is just, just like it'd be a done deal. If Beal went to uh, Denver, it's a done deal. If Curry goes to the Lakers. And Brian Windhorst is already already trying to make it happen by putting Shut it. Shut up. up, Brian Windhorst. Yeah, he's a fucking turd. <laughs> he's a turd. He's down there with the turds. Yeah, just Good a turd. God. Yeah, he's definitely just a turd. Uh, these guys on the NBA that their podcast is literally called the NBA podcast is Brian Toporic and Morton Jensen's Jensen or something. I think they both work for Forbes. One of them works for Forbes, uh, writes for Forbes, yeah, and the sports. And then the other, I don't know what the other guy works for, but. Uh, they were talking mad shit about Brian Windhorst. Mad shit. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody crazy fucks shit. with him. He's, yeah, he's, he's connected. He, he works for ESPN. That's he's, all. He's highly connected. Just because he works for I don't ESPN, think anybody actually likes him. Yeah, he's, because he's a dick on TV. He's a dick, and he just seems like he's a crybaby. Yeah, he gets real offended during NBA yeah. talk shows. I'm like. Come on. You're just a crybaby. You're a grown ass man. Handle yourself like one. Uh, <laughs> The uh, the Utah Jazz, dude, I can't stress enough, and neither can you, about how we just don't believe in this team. Right now, they're the fourth-rated offense, and they are the second-rated defense, which that's pretty impressive for their defense. They're sitting at the top of the West. They're not losing that spot in the West. The Suns are four, Suns are four games back. Too. Yeah, the Suns are four games back. I don't know, though, but- man. Clippers are coming for that second seed. They may honestly find themselves with the second seed. Clippers only two games back right now. Oh, uh, and if the Portland stayed at seven and they had to play Clippers in the first round, good night. Oh, it's over. Clippers are e- like the Clippers absolutely destroy the Blazers. I want, I want, honestly, I wish the Clippers and Denver just stay right where they are. I want that. It's just so sad that Murray is not there. Clippers win that series, but I want that. That'd be so fun to see that in round one. And then you get a second round matchup between yeah. Clippers and the Lakers, right? I just don't really think that Aaron Gordon's going to have a Jeremy Grant type of playoffs. Mm-mm. I don't think we're going to see him scoring 27 points in one game by taking the ball in isolation and driving to the basket. Like, I feel like this guy has to be fed and he's going to have to be, I don't want to say leashed by Jokic, but like he is at the mercy of cutting lanes and 
finding himself open close to the basket. You better be catching lobs. Wide open. Yeah, catching lobs. You better be catching lobs. That should be easy business though from it's gonna, Nikola Jokic. It's going to be. It's just so... It's it, Not having that offensive punch from Murray, dude, is so devastating for this team. It is so devastating. Not having that chemistry between Jamal Murray and Jokic. Having those two primary ball handlers, two primary shot creators, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, it just hurts so it does. bad. It, it hurts pretty bad, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it ruins their chance of winning series. Because you and I were hyping up the Jokic and Murray pick and roll. So it's, it's, it's the greatest part of that team, dude. Yep. It's the and core. It's what they're going to in, yeah. playoff mo- in yeah. playoff moments down the stretch. And it was proven last year. They made it to the Western Conference Finals after having three, like, really good years and th- three decent playoff runs. Like, dude. That was so real. We literally recorded a podcast. Denver is real. And then the fucking injury happens the next night. I mean, it's just gut punch. Honestly, I was so disappointed. Oh my God. It's terrible. It's just terrible. But yeah. uh, What if the Lakers and Mavs stay right where they are at five and six and you get Luka versus LeBron? No, four and five play each other. So right now it would be Denver playing Los Angeles. Dallas will be playing the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's over. Clippers eating them alive. I bet that goes to six. I don't. I bet Dallas not wins this year. two games. Not this year. I want it though. That's a four-one. So that's Memphis against Utah. That could be an interesting series, and I would like to see Memphis push it to like six or seven. I think Memphis has that jaw. Great in them. Jaw yeah. just goes off. Yep. Yep. And Suns and. Suns and the Mavericks. Yeah, but as it stands, though, Memphis would have to beat Portland. I think that's happening. I think if, as much as it really, really does pain me to say that, I think the Portland Trailblazers are losing in a play-in game Mm -hmm. against the Grizzlies this year. (laughs) Me too. And that puts us at San Antonio or Golden State. What if they sneak in that Golden State dude is going to be in there? I do not want to have to be a team in the play-in tournament that has to beat Steph Curry in a play-in game. Yeah, me either. I know. I don't want to be that guy. Fuck How many that. do you think he puts up? Do you think he puts up between 50 and 65 in one game? Oh, easily. Easily. He's averaging like... I don't know, though. He's averaging like, like 38 points a game or something stupid right now. Isn't he? I see. I have no idea. It's something I know fucking hot. stupid, like 35 or something. It's at least like 30, 34 points, 35 points. And it's fucking stupid. He's at 31.2 right now for the season. Oh, it was higher like last week or something. Guess who their next highest leading scorer is? Who's that? Andrew Wiggins. Oh, that's bad. Draymond's that just rough. off the mat, dude. Draymond's washed. Yeah. That's why I think Steph needs this. to get out. The last 10 games, 38.4 points per game, six rebounds, four assists, close to a steal. 47% from three on 14 attempts per game. So he's making on average six, six to seven. Mm. And he's shooting 53% from the field overall. Good 35 God. minutes a game, 34 points or 28 points, 38 points per game. People are here saying, out here saying that's the best basketball he's ever played. And I don't agree with that. It just seems, I don't know. It's just a bunch of stats on a fucking terrible team. That they has no other team. option. They are a bad team. Like to me, the basketball where he's winning championships in is the best basketball that he's playing. Do you think Iguodala makes his way back to Golden State next year? One more season? Yeah. I would. 
If I was Iguodala, I'd go back for one more. Even yeah. I'd say he's probably got one more season in him before he retires. Mm-hmm. But I would do it in Golden State too. Why not? Yeah. You should. You deserve it. It's a huge part of their runs, dude. I just hope that Clay comes back 80%. If I'm Steph, I'm out of there, bro. Damn. I just heard so bad. I'm going to the Lakers. What's Steph's contract, though? I'm going to the Lake show. I think he could leave next year. Let's take a look here. I think that's like when Horace is starting to float that shit around. Yeah, his contract only goes through next year. Yep. He could be he could walk. Bro, he could one walk. One more season, though? He gets one more season in Golden State. So, I mean, that's logical to me. Wait, he's got this next season? He's signed through this year and next year. Uh, so, And guess what his salary is next year? So Lakers trade for him in the offseason. That's fine. We're trading for him. <laughs> you know how much money you're going to have to move? Everything and then cash. 45.7 mil. Kuz got a paycheck. Kuz no, getting, Kuz is not getting see what paid. Ke- see what Kuz is getting paid, dude. He got big money. I bet you anything Kuzma is not getting paid more than $17 million a year. That's fine though. That's a he that's gonna be a huge chunk of the salary that we need to get there. Who do you move for Steph Curry though? Kuz. Kuz is gone. Okay, well, you gotta you're putting in at least four players. That's fine. Like that's what Golden State is asking. That's fine. I don't And they fuck. want draft capital too. Kuz is going, Caruso's going. Yep. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma this year making three point five mil. Next year, thirteen. What? Thirteen and thirteen. Oh yeah, his extension is stretched out. Yeah. Three year, 40 million extension. Yeah. So he's making $40 million stretched out. He's over. making 13 per year. Yeah. But he he's deserves making... it though. He's a good shooter now. Yeah. He's been he's a actually huge like part. a damn good shooter. And he's a big body for their defense, defensive schemes. Mm-hmm. He's just a big dude. Uh, what about the Brooklyn Nets, bro? Are you all in on them? Because I'm not really all in on them with Harden being in and out of the lineup. He'll be back for the playoffs. I have absolutely no doubt that that uh, what about James Durant will be back and healthy. What about Durant? Durant, that's is a question mark. An interesting fact because I'm kind of starting to doubt this guy's true health. Mm-hmm. Like, I just kind of wonder. Okay, is every little thing is he going to be cautious about every little injury he has now and sit out three to four games every time he has something minor kind of going on? Because did you see what the official report was about his last hamstring? Injury? Right leg contusion. Mm. He probably took a knee to the side of the leg and had hamstring soreness. Or knee I'm not going to call him out soreness. for sitting he games, have- though, because this is his first season back after a pretty major injury. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, he's going to have to take care of himself and really watch what he's going through. But, like, at the same time... He left in, like, like, the third quarter or first quarter of a game or something, didn't he? Or the third quarter? Uh, when that happened? I don't know. Yeah, like, he left in, like, a like a hurry out of nowhere. And you got Harden sitting like, ah. you got Kyrie. Yeah, just, yeah, it was. You're right. It was just in the first few minutes. It was like seven minutes into the first quarter. Yeah. I don't know. Harden's durability doesn't really concern me. I'm actually shocked because he hardly ever gets injured. That's what kind of concerns me. Yeah. It's like this dude like never gets injured and had went through some grueling playoff series with like no injuries. And now he's well into his 30s and he's starting to get hurt. Like that's what concerns me about Harden. Take a look at James Harden here real quick. What is it, like 10 assists, 11 assists, 12 assists? 25 points per game, 8 rebounds, 11 assists per game. Yeah. 
If if he doesn't leave Houston like he left Houston, he's the MVP this year. Quite easily. Yeah, yeah if he got to start the season out in like Brooklyn, you know what I mean? Like it's over. he's he's it's over. It'd be uh, Jokic would be right there, but it's I feel it'd be like James Harden. My respect for James Harden has actually increased more. It did. The last because he has shown himself to be a completely dynamic and effective tool. For, and as a point guard, he's uh, fucking amazing. He is he's a great point guard. point guard. Like I like the way that he's really changing his game for for Brooklyn because mm-hmm. I think that this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like what they have set up. Like yeah, you're gonna need a Curry, Davis, LeBron kind of threat to be able to go against this because coming down the stretch of playoff game, this is gonna be a tough group. Oh, it's so scary. Like not only is James Harden going to turn on his literally perfect isolation game. Mm. James Harden has perfect isolation game. Yep. He has. If he I'm has sitting the there guarding, if I'm sitting game. there guarding James Harden and he calls out ISO and everyone just spaces out, I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm like, Oh no, this guy can hit tough threes. <laughs> like no other. <laughs> if I'm that defender, I'm like, Oh God, why the thing is this is, is that he to still does his step back. Like he doesn't like, People around the world don't already know about that shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the NBA knows about Harden step back, but it doesn't matter because it's so clean and in rhythm that it almost seems like that's his natural shooting motion at mm-hmm. this point. Is that he just takes a step back as he's about to shoot and just creates that space. Yep. Like this when this Brooklyn Nets team is fighting at full power in the playoffs, and I imagine that they will. It doesn't matter if they have Blake out there. It doesn't matter if they have Jeff Green. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they're getting a good game from Landry Shaman. If these guys are going off and putting up 90 points a night, it's over. It's over. It's over. Like, yep. I could really see that being a possibility for this team is if all three of these guys are healthy and locked in for the playoffs, 90 points a night from your three starters. Yeah. Why not? Because they're going to be floating to each other in rhythm the entire game. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's going to be doing Kyrie shit. Maybe one of them would get hot in the first quarter and just you just get carried by that. You have literally the three best scorers mm-hmm. in the world on one team. Literally. That's ridiculous. It's that's not even why fair. It makes me, I, like, that's why it just makes me cringe at the same time. It's not even fair. It just makes me cringe with, with th- what three players it is. What would their first round matchup be as it stands right now? The Hornets? Um, let's see here. I 1-8. Well, let's see. Bro- yeah, Brooklyn's the one. So it's between Indiana and Washington for the eight seed right now. If no, the playoffs were to start today, no, because Indiana's nine and Washington's ten, and that nine and ten fight for the eighth seed. Yeah, but the Hornets are eight. Yeah, but seven and eight are fighting for seven, and nine and ten are fighting for eight. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I mean, <laughs> that's what I was going to bring up earlier. Is that. Yeah, but then ten, whoever between nine or ten wins would have to beat Miami, right? I don't think so. Are they eliminated? I think both of those teams just they play each other and they move on. Like, okay, you, know, you okay. get a one game playoff to decide who gets that. I thought one team would have to play twice. Maybe I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look into the rules. But as it stands, though, those are the two teams that be playing for the eight seed, and. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they play one round and then they play against each other to get who's seventh and eighth. Yeah, I think that's what happens. Damn. Yeah, someone would have to play twice. I could see if it was, I mean, they'd starch in the Hornets, though, the Nets would in a first round playoff series. That's a, 
That's a four game series. I wish Toronto would get on. Toronto is right in swinging of the 10 seed. Yeah, they I know. Easily climb back there. Yep. That could and be in the playing tournament. The Nets, don't you think the Nets would start Phil Hornets in four games, though? Probably, but realistically, I'd like to see one Charlotte Hornets win. No, it wouldn't happen. <sighs> Probably not. And then I who would they have in the Terry second Rozier round? And like Devontae Graham and all them go off. And Eric Collins just freaking out Lamilla in the playoff Ball. game. Yeah. Miles Bridges comes in and gets some ridiculous slam like he does every Eric single Collins game. Is like, oh my God, Bridges! <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. So I love it though. And then it would be whoever wins five and six, right? Is who would have to face Brooklyn in round two. No, it'd be the winner of the four and five. Because I believe two and three have to play each other at one point. Yeah, but you have five and no, six. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you have five and six playing initially, right? So te- it looks like to me that your second round matchups could be Brooklyn and Milwaukee and New York and Philadelphia. Think about that. New York and Philadelphia in a second round playoff series in the NBA playoffs. Brooklyn and Milwaukee in the second round. I'd rather Giannis. see Brooklyn and or Brooklyn and yeah, Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Giannis gets starched five games. What do you think Giannis does? What do you think his mindset truly is? Get traded after two more years. They run this back for two more years. Uh, this year and next year, and if it doesn't work, it's over. I'd wa- I'd get traded. I'd force my way out of there. Anthony Davis, your way to write the fuck out of there. You sign the extension, someone's going to trade for you. Someone's going to send the mortgage for you. Miami. Someone. Someone's going to do it. Probably Miami. Tyler Harrow has a good playoffs again. That's and so then- much money they got to get to that, though. Oladipo. Oh, that hurts. Oh, Oladipo gets traded in that. Oh, man. Hey, uh, do you know Austin Rivers plays for like Dallas or Denver? Plays for Denver now. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's what kind of makes me like disrespect Denver a little bit. When he just got like completely floated out during the trade deadline, I was like, wow. Yeah. Because I remembered when that uh, video came out of him, his girlfriend like wanted to hang out with him. He was like, no, girl, I got to go to practice. And I was like, damn, dude, you weak. Uh, Can you imagine Philly and New York in a second round playoff series? I would love for that to happen because Philly New York and, takes them to six. Oh, Philly and New York. Yeah. Either Philly and New York or Philly and Brooklyn would be an amazing series because Philly and Brooklyn already had that'd be beef. like a third round. That'd be like the uh, finals would be Philly in New York. Yeah. Eastern conference finals. I hope, I hope that's what it is. Honestly. That's what I want. I want to see Ben Simmons go off in a playoff game. Yeah. I want to see Ben Simmons and Embiid. Just... I bet Philadelphia could get two on Brooklyn because they're just going to have absolutely no I answer. think that goes seven. You think it goes seven? Yeah. I, they're not going to have an answer for Embiid, bro. They're not going to have an answer for Embiid. That goes he is seven. so good. That goes seven games. He is ridiculously good now. If he's, dream sh- if he's dream shaking them like he, he's been all season and hitting fucking jumpers, that's seven games. Guaranteed. I just feel like out of any. No, I don't know. Like I've been hearing more and more about the Bucks. I know you and I don't really 
but they have wing defenders. And I how am I like supposed to believe of, that? Well, everyone's hyping up the fact that they got so many great wings. And I'm like, how am I supposed to believe this team? They're not going to be able to play uh, Forbes. Have you seen him hitting threes out that no. out there for him lately? He's not going to be able to play in the playoffs. PJ Tucker's PJ Tucker will go cold. Yep. When it PJ matters, Tucker but... looks washed to me, to yep. be quite honest with you. Um, who else do they have? Let me look at their everyone's sucking this here. team off because of wings. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Let's take a look at their wings here real, real quick. Because they have Dante DiVincenzo. He plays decent defense and shoots decently from three. But they have Bobby Portis, who's a 6'10 shooting. People keep trying to tell me now. that he's had a better season than people get. I'm like, what? Brooke Lopez, he had an outlier season from three. And now we Weak. all know he's not a good three point shooter at all. Washed. And I mean, he's getting there. It doesn't look good for him, you know? But they got Middleton. Middleton's arguably in his prime right now, so he's he's pretty good. People out here trying to say Middleton for CJ, and I'm like, no. It's not an upgrade. It's basically the same thing. And quite frankly, I'd take the chemistry that I don't know. Dame and CJ have over anything that Middleton's actually bringing. Like that's pretty much the same thing at that point. A guy who really can work. Do you for know marriage. what the Blazers are really gonna have to do, actually? Get Bradley Beal? I don't know. <laughs> They're going to have to fire Terry Stotts. Oh, yeah. Because Terry... St I hate to say it because... Stotts and Carlisle Terry has really brought them out of a very bad place. They were a pretty bad team for a couple of years. And, you know, I mean, it's not like... This team's never going to play defense beaters. under this guy. No, like, they just don't... He doesn't have good defensive sets at all. And his offense is basically non-existent. And it actually kind of pisses me off sometimes to watch Blazers games and see how little they move the ball. Mm. They are last in the league in assists. Yeah, it's bad. They do not move the ball. Their offensive system is literally your turn, my turn in the worst possible way. Yep. Where guys are taking tough off the dribble mid-range shots, three-point shots and driving to the basket and not getting fouled. Mm -hmm. And then turning right around on defense and giving it right back up because you have no capable defenders. Yep. And it sucks to say because both you and I like Jones Jr. and Covington. I would say they've been two of my favorite players on this team this entire season. And yet they're the ones that are kind of catching blame here and there. Yep. Because Covington was not shooting well for a while, but then he Bad. picked it up. Bad. He picked it up though. He was down like in the 20s, I'm pretty sure at one point, but he picked it up. He's been doing better. I just have no hope for this team come to playoff time though, because they'll just get absolutely eaten alive on defense. It's either they really put up effort and act like they want to block shots and everybody has to be healthy again. And Dame has a nagging injury and it seems like it's been bothering him because his Ever since shooting the bubble. has been awful. No, not since the bubble. He's been pretty Did good he get stinged up all season long. Yeah. Cause he's out there actually playing every game, putting his hardest in there. Mamba or that Mamba. I yeah, don't know, dude. It's, it's going to be rough for them. Stotts needs to go. I agree. What do you think about people saying that Thanasis Antetokounmpo is a real NBA player? I mean, he's a real NBA player. He's in the league. But like a real contributing NBA player. No. Like a good player. Not yet. He hasn't proven anything yet. See, I want to publicly call out Reddit art. Reddit NBA. Yeah. Like some of their takes just honestly. You cannot slander the Bucks on there because the Bucks are low-key the best team in the, the East. Because people love wings, bro. Two-way wings. I just don't see any wings on this entire team that's going to be Especially not Giannis. They're, like, they're not going to be able to like stop anybody down low. 
Bobby Portis will get abused. Brooke Lopez is no longer. Rihanna's will be playing defense. They have Jeff Teague playing point guard minutes. Jeff Teague was awful in Boston this year. He looked got cut. He looked terrible. Yeah, straight up got cut. Yeah, weak. What about poor IT man? I wish IT would make his way to a team before we the playoffs. Knew it, I feel like we knew it all was going to happen though. He played a couple. He played one good game. I think he had like eight or nine points. Poor and, IT bro. I know it does make me sad too. But let me find this here real quick. But I mean, I felt like he was, he got signed for that 10 day. And then I didn't imagine that he was actually going to come back, you know? No, rest in peace. <laughs> He's just been washed ever since that injury really lost his step. And then he was trying to come back and say that he was 110% back. I'm like, Cleveland needs to pick him up, dude. Cleveland? That would be hilarious. Give him the respect that he deserves after what happened with him. He had 10 points in his first game and 11 points in his next game. He had three, he went three of 12 for th from three. I love it. Love to see it. <laughs> Poor IT. It's over. Hang up the boots, man. That sucks. Uh, who do you see coming out of the East, man? We're getting, I mean, it's hard we're, get, we're getting well into 40 minutes. Who do you see? Uh, who do you see coming out of the East? It's hard not to say Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, it's because cool. as much as we love, I think that Philadelphia is everything that Milwaukee wants to be in terms of a team that's now has a unicorn at its apex, mm -hmm. arguably his apex and could only continue to get better. I have a lot of faith in the 76ers come playoff time because I mean, I know you're going to hate on this, but they have Danny green and he's been filling a role. Granted, he has been shooting well from three at all, mm -hmm. but he's still getting good defense, getting steals, moving the ball. He doesn't, it's actually surprising me how well he's been able to handle the ball on fast breaks because when he was with the Lakers, he could not do it. Yeah. He it wasn't, just, he, he wasn't was able to put the ball on the floor. And like, it seems like he's at least competent now at being able to take the ball. I think he was hurt though. Fast break. Yeah. It, he definitely was hurt in the playoffs because he was even running funny, mm -hmm. but like Tobias Harris has taken steps forward as a player this year, all around. He seems to be like he's an actually great scorer right now. And like he's able to it's work the Doc on the Rivers effect with him, dude. They have something. Doc Rivers' offensive system just literally is the perfect match for this guy because it puts the ball in his hands in a driving position where he can either one, he he's has a triple a threat. Floater. He is a triple threat. He can shoot, drive, and pass. Yeah. And he's, he's, a triple just, threat. he's just only getting better at it. Yep. And a lot of people were hating on Philadelphia for signing him to that huge contract, which granted, a lot of guys. I don't know. A guy like him is just a special case. I felt like he was going to get paid that anywhere. Mm -hmm. Somebody was going to pay him that much money because of his ability to really maximize his potential. And he seems to be a good shooter to me now. That makes me happy. And so Philly is the only team that you could see possibly beating Brooklyn. Yeah, because I really think that they're going to be playing Simmons, Thibel, Harris, they're going to try to shut them down defensively. Yeah. They're going to be running. Smother them. Thibel has turned into a legitimately good defender. Like, granted, his first, he was just getting good steals and stuff, but he looks aggressive now, and it's the actually paying off offense just for him. isn't there. He's got to get the offense. No, somehow. he's not a good shooter at all. Yeah, but, like, I feel like offense. a guy like him, it works. Because, yeah, it does. Because when you have a guy like that that's that good on defense that can guard one through three, I would say he can guard one through three very effectively. Mm -hmm. He gets switched onto bigs. He's going to get eaten, but he's still crafty, mm -hmm. but he's perfect for one through three. 
no, he's not giving you offense, but at the same time, that allows you to really keep your two two to three main scorers in rhythm that are on the floor right now. Right. Because then you got to really only focus on getting the ball to two different people at a time. Right. Like it runs out of almost like a triangle, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like they're just able to really feed off of each other. And that's what I feel like Philadelphia might be able to really tune into here. And that's what I really want them to, because Ben Simmons to me, like he could be one of the NBA's best slashers. If he was really, really trying because this guy is so fast and he makes He's amazing when going into contact and stuff like yeah, there's no so reason this guy shouldn't just be cutting all the time. Right. And he does a good job of it too, because he does catch lobs here and there and stuff and get a couple baskets. That's why low. it made perfect sense to get fucking Kyle Lowry into that system. Yeah. And then just have Kyle Lowry feed him off cuts and screens. Let people screen his man and let, let him just run off and yep. just feed him down low. Kyle's going to space the floor too, obviously. Mm-hmm. Kyle's an amazing shooter. Philly should have made that move just because they got Brooklyn next door. Sad. Brooklyn's coming out of the East, though. It's over. Yeah. As much as I want to even try to doubt it. Yeah, as much as I even want to try to doubt it, it's just like, it's over. It's just the thing is, is that really all the guys on all of Brooklyn's three main stars are proven playoff performers. Yeah. And you could argue James Harden's effectiveness in the playoffs, but the man has been there and been there. James Harden's the most questionable, in my opinion, in terms of the playoffs. Kyrie, we just haven't had I enough sample size. I think that this size. could benefit him because the thing that you and I always pointed out is that for him to score in the playoffs, it really looked, he looked too passive mm. and stuff. And like a role where he's going to be able to be that passive to begin with, maybe that suits him better for well, the playoffs. But no, he still needs to move with urgency from that yeah. point guard position. Yeah. He can't be passive. He's got to be aggressive. He's got to be very aggressive from that point guard position and facilitating that offense. And he's going to have to step up and hit big shots too when it matters most. And we've seen this guy go absolutely cold. Yep. Absolutely cold. Ice cold. What was that historic shooting failure he had against Golden State in that first uh, finals appearance against them? Remember that? It was it like went two. over 27, right? He went for like two for 22 to start or something. Oh game. my God. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't until like the fourth quarter. He finally, it was like two for 22 or something like that. Just horrible. Dude, Zach Lowe was right about James Harden because he literally summed up James Harden's playoff resume perfectly. He said Harden goes off in the playoffs, but it's always for like the teams down three to nothing mm-hmm. and they'd get one more game just to keep them alive. And then they get eliminated the next game. Right. A lot of his best playoff games are games like that. Yep. Where there was really almost no pressure on them to really hanging on. Yeah. They're just hanging on and like they're stealing. Win. They're stealing a win. It's just like, it's, there's no doubt in my mind. This is going to be the team to beat in the, the finals this year. And, and the yeah. Lakers are going to be finding themselves a challenge. So who, so that's who you think's coming out of the West End, most definitely? Lakers? I won't say most definitely. Isn't that point. crazy? Isn't that crazy that you definitely. can kind of doubt it? Shaq, even, Shaq was even kind of doubting it. They, they were trying to get Shaq to say it like mo- definitely. And he kept saying, they have a chance. They have a chance. Because he's like, they got LeBron James and Anthony Davis healthy. They have a chance, plain and simple. And yep. they're, like, they're like, just say yes or no, Shaq. Say yes or no. He's like, they got a chance. I believe that though. At the same time, they always have a chance if those two guys are healthy. Yep. Like, but who who's coming out if they don't? The Clippers. 
Because I don't believe in Paul George making it all the way, dude. I would say, I mean, they're absolutely surging at the right time. And if they keep it up, if they keep it up and really play well in this Ty Lue system, why not? I'd hate to say this, but I think it would be the Utah Jazz. Which just, I want to see Jazz and Clippers in the playoffs. Can you just and, and can you imagine Brooklyn and Utah though? That's a terrible finals. I want to see Jazz and Clippers in the playoffs too. I want to see that for sure. But can you imagine Brooklyn and Utah in the finals? That's just a terrible finals. Yeah, I know. That's not even entertaining. Brooklyn would smoke them so hard. Yeah, and then just like the two cities, like that's not even cool. That's why I would want to see Philadelphia come out. Or no, uh, uh, the Lakers. I mean, obviously, yes, I want the Lake. I was thinking about the East for some reason, but um, I would obviously my favorite to come out of the West is the Lakers. Yeah, and still was even when Murray was healthy. Yeah, but it was going to be Lakers versus Nuggets for sure in the uh, Western really Conference did, again. I really did feel that. Yeah, yeah, it was going to be them again in the Western Conference Finals for sure. If but they didn't have to meet in the second round. I don't see how you count out the Clippers right now. I feel like we had to pay them some respect. They've been absolutely vibing lately. I know. Good products. It sucks though. I don't know about the Phoenix Suns. Personally, I mean, yeah, I would like to see Devin Booker going off with like 37 points per game in like a playoff series mm-hmm. and really lighten it up and like seeing Chris Paul still getting it and stuff. And I mean, I like, I have more faith in, the it's like Chris Paul is playing with everything he has left. Round. Yeah, a little bit. Did you see he crossed over Blake earlier? That's tonight? hilarious. He crossed Blake over hard. Fucking a right, good. He uh, Blake got switched onto him on a pick and roll, and Chris just uh, he shut down Chris on the first uh, drive attempt that he made. Yeah, and Chris passed out, got the ball back on him, and then he took off from the right and. He just did this, like stopped on a dime, and Blake just literally fell right back. You could probably argue that Chris Paul like pushed him a little bit, but even then, no, Blake was just—he got absolutely the the floor swept out from underneath of him. That's hilarious. Chris just dropped it. And do you think they have beef? No, no, they're probably cool. They don't have beef. Apparently, Doc, uh, Doc, and Chris Paul had beef for a while, but Chris Paul. Uh, settled it with him. I guess. I guess they like played golf or something last two summers ago or something. And oh, like, really? so, yeah, yeah. It's like a Chris Paul thing to do, though. Yeah, just playing some golf. I guess they had mad beef, though. I believe it. Yeah, they probably clashed during those playoff runs that they had together in Los Angeles. I guarantee they did. Like, Doc Rivers is the only coach in NBA history three-one lead and blew it twice. twice. It's just sad. Good God, Doc. All right, let's do it. One more take. Washington will make it as the eighth seed. There you go. Washington will make it as the seven or the eighth seed. Okay. I will say. The Hornets will sneak into the sixth seed because the Celtics in Miami fall. They're only three games back right now. Damn. Hornets go on a run and sneak into the sixth seed and avoid the play-in tournament. There you go. That's it. We're out of here. As always, thank you for listening. Engage with us on Twitter at PodDip, on Instagram at the Dip Pod. 
We appreciate all listeners. We appreciate social media engagement. So stay up with that. And uh, we're out of here. Peace.